in facilities, there's a real knowledge, skills, and abilities gap that has existed. I think as a career, a lot of facilities folks have kind of happened into this, and it's a complex job, right? Yeah. And it's only gotten more complex. This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. What's up, guys? Sean Black at FM Evolution. Welcome back to the show. Uh, man, I'm really excited today. We have a great guest for you. Randy Olson from Pro FM. You know, Randy is their VP of Global uh, Business Development, and we're going to be talking about education and certification for facility management. Now, why is this important? Well, man, we are in a complete time of transition right now. People's careers are are ending and starting and moving, and it's just an amazing time to be in facility management. There's so much change going on, and sometimes when that happens. Uh, education becomes even more important than it ever has before. And so I want to have Randy on. We talk about their certification program. uh, And let me tell you, there's so much information to cover. We couldn't fit it on one podcast. But today we're going to be going through and talking about um, how they got started, their background, and what they have to offer. And uh, also talking about the new normal that we're all going through. So stay tuned. You're not going to miss this. But before that, here's a word from our sponsors. At CGP Maintenance and Construction Services Incorporated, corporate citizenship isn't just a buzzword. Their team volunteers all over the country and devotes time to help others in a wide variety of organizations. They want to unlock people's potential and elevate their quality of lives, one project at a time. Learn more at cgpconstruction.com. Welcome to FM Evolution. I'm your host, Sean Black, and we are back with another episode and, uh, you know, education is a core part of who we are uh, in this industry. And, and I'm always excited to be able to share some new information out there for you guys. And today I'm excited because I have Randy Olson from Pro FM on with us today. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hey, Sean. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing great. Had a great weekend. Um, and I'm fired up today because we're talking about education with Pro FM. Why don't you guys uh, tell us a little bit about your your background and the history of the company? Yeah, well, well, personally, um, background is, is kind of interesting. I'm a I'm a Minnesota farm kid, so nice. Uh, kind of three core values growing up: hard work, building relationships, and building partnerships, which has kind of led me through my career. Uh, I've got a background in software. I was a software engineer, at U.S. Air Force, um, and then got into sales uh, a number of years ago in this uh, customer relationship management software space, and then have been in the education space for the last uh, almost 11 years. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, been, it's been a fun run. So, <laughs> um, in terms of Pro-FM, we, um, let, me, let me talk a little bit about the program first. Yes, please. We'll talk about um, kind of everything that went into in the process to getting it off the ground. So, the program, the Pro-FM is an education and credential program specifically for facility managers. Um, And it's the most relevant, most current, most comprehensive program for facility managers on the market today. 
So to get there, um, we've got a methodology and process that we went through. So as an organization, we've got about a 50-year history of building wow. um, education, certification prep programs, and education programs for working professionals. Mm. You know, really folks that are uh, adult education, uh, trying to advance their career, maybe with or without degree, right? So, right, absolutely. Um, so, you know, our first step in the process um, is to build kind of the basis for an education program. It's commonly referred to as a body of knowledge. Um, so a BOK. And to do that for ProFM, we put together a team of 11 thought leaders from around the world um, that were at different points of their career. And I'll, and I'll uh, give you a couple of names of those folks because I'm sure they're going to be recognizable to the folks that listen to your podcast. Yeah, just a name drop it right now. Let's go. Yeah, right, <laughs> right out the gate, Chuck. Um, so the first is Stormy Friday. You know, Stormy's a, a 35-year facility management veteran. Um, has done actually a lot of work for Connects, you know, mm. in Prism, you know, pre-Connects days. Yes. Um, he's written a lot of textbooks, has, has written a lot of source material, and is really a thought leader in the uh, facility management industry. Uh, the other one that I'll bring up is Stan Mitchell. And, and the reason why that's important, Stan is a, is Scottish, um, so it has a, a love go malt scotch. Um, Love it. But in addition to that, is also about a 30-year facility management veteran and has led the uh, development of the ISO 41000 series of stands for facility management. Until 2018, a stand did not exist for facilities. You know, if you're in engineering, uh, there's been standards around engineering for years. For years, So yeah. as a professional, the discipline took a big step in 2018 with the introduction of the ISO 41000 management system standards for facility management, which defines, you know, common language, common, um, you know, common processes around facility management. So those are a couple of folks that were on our team. At, at any rate, um, our team was uh, from around the world. It was at different points of their career. So we had early career folks, we had mid-career, and we had more senior in nature. And the first thing we did is we, we looked at the current tools available. Mm -hmm. So the ISO standard, um, that was in development, the Federal Building Personnel Training Act, which um, is a really good model for facility managers and all the skills, knowledge, abilities, behaviors that you need as a facility manager. And we laid out, um, with starting with a blank sheet of paper, we laid out a base of what people in facility management would need to do and need to know on a daily basis. Mm. So we defined some technical skills. I'll get into more detail around that. Um, but we also, very importantly, uh, defined really soft skills. So things like cro what, we, what we call cross-functional competencies. So how yeah. do you communicate? Um, how do you collaborate with other uh, groups within your organization or outside service providers? Um, you know, what, are in a, what, what, what is the process for providing innovative solutions um, to the market? Um, do everything with a quality you know, with a high level of quality and then sustainability. So how do we, you know, really manage that triple bottom line as we look at every technical skill um, that's required of facility managers. So we had a base, a really a draft that we could go to the market with. So most importantly, we went out to tens of thousands of facility managers and we asked them, Hey, does this match? Are these the things that you do on a daily basis? And overwhelmingly they came back and said, yes, this yes. does. That's amazing, man. Yeah. That's a yeah. huge amount of work. 
it, it, a lot of work, um, but it's the it's uh, we believe the right way to do it. Yeah. So the market has to tell you um, what they do on a daily basis, right? So we got thousands of responses that was spread across ninety three different countries, um, about eighteen hundred different organizations, and really across industry. So you know, service providers to folks that are in multi-site facilities like restaurants and, and uh, retail stores, um, to airports, to uh, manufacturing facilities. So that really defined a base for defining the best practice then going forward for facility managers. Um, so time frame here is that's late 2017. So ah, with that, that, nice, that nice baseline of, of um, you know, of, of uh, skills, knowledge, tasks, abilities uh, to develop on. We went to development and we released the ProFM education and credential program in, in uh, March of 2018. So, um, you know, we are at ProFM, a wholly owned subsidiary of our, I mentioned our parent company earlier, Holmes Corporation, um, that has a 50-year history in developing certification prep and education programs. Um, so, um, you know, in terms of what the body of knowledge encompasses, as I talked about earlier, there's technical skills that are really bucketed into four areas. You know, it's operations and maintenance, which mm-hmm. is, you know, typically in the, in the typical FM's wheelhouse. You know, O&M is something that, that, you know, typically comes naturally for them. Yeah. Um, but also, a, lot of the, a lot of them come from operations as well. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And, and I know your company does a lot of maintenance work. Mm-hmm. Um, has, you know, has kind of moved into construction and running projects around construction. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So that, you know, that, that's, a, that's an area that's kind of, um, you know, in everybody's wheelhouse. But if you look inside of operations and maintenance, one of the things clearly defined in there is space management. Yeah. And as we look at, you know, kind of at a micro level about currently where we're at. Yes, that's um, going to be kind of a big deal right now. And to start managing for space going forward. How are we going to, how are we going to effectively distance people? Are we going to effectively, if we have a state uh, regulation to do temperature checks um, on facilities, how are we going to manage that space? So that's an important part of that. You know, second is asset management. So manage all the assets, including the capital. Yep. The, uh, and the building assets associated with the facility. Um, and then business management. So FMs are really business managers, right? How do I lead an organization? What, what are my leadership standards and traits? How do I manage the finances and contracts of my organization? Um, and if you think about where the FM is in today, you know, back back to the micro level here, we're in the eye of the storm, right? Yes, we, we certainly are. We <laughs> able to effectively lead our organizations through some of the things we're going to go through here in the future. And I left the last one to last because there's a lot of, we could spend a couple hours on this one. You know, it's risk management. Oh my gosh. Yes. Emergency planning, business continuity, you know, so, so, you know, I think a lot of organizations, especially pro FMs that have been through the pro FM program had a great plan about what we do before an emergency, what we do during, and then how do we come out of that? Right. Um, so, you know, that technical skill, that being able to build that plan and being able to effectively structure that plan is very important. But back to those soft skills, Sean. So then once I have that plan, it's only effective if I effectively communicate that. Yeah. I talk about the benefits 
the values of that, why it's important to the organization. So those soft skills really are as important really right now and as we go forward as facility managers, as those technical skills. It's a complex job. I, you know, and a lot of people don't really don't understand how, I don't understand how hard it is, but it, how many skill sets you really have to have. And it seems to me that every FM job is a little bit different, yeah. but you guys really kind of come in and, and kind of focus on some of the core stuff. So what, what would you consider as some of the common skills or knowledge areas? Yeah. So, so really, um, you know, as I talked about in the development of that BOK, this was a cross industry. Mm. So this defines for facility managers, regardless of the facility you're in, those best practices. So whether I'm in an airport or I'm in a, in a restaurant, here are those best practices around risk management, around asset management, around operations and maintenance, creating those plans. And then again, in the, in the soft skills, being able to effectively communicate, come up with innovative solutions. As we move back into facilities here, we've got to be really innovative about how we do that. We've got to collaborate. We've got to work with other, with other, uh, with other um, you know, organizations within the, uh, within the organization to effectively get back into our, our facilities. So, you know, really it defined um, best practices across every industry. Um, for facility managers. That's amazing. And yeah. it, it is a crazy time right now. It is, it is really insane. There are so many people who are changing jobs and, and moving and, and some places are closing down. To me, I mean, training is going to be really important right now, but why do you think that training credentials are so important to FMs, especially now? Yeah, yeah great, great question. Um, you know, I think I think as we as we went through the process of developing the ProFM, and, and it's it's then and it's now, and you know some things are the same, some things are different between yep. when we did it and now. But um, there is a in facilities, there's a real knowledge, skills, and abilities gap that has existed. I think as a career, a lot of facilities folks have kind of happened into this. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, they're engineers, uh, they're office managers, they're accountants. And somebody said, hey, you're my managers. Yep. You're now in charge of the facility. And, you know, a- as you talked about, it's a complex job, right? Yeah. And it's only gotten more complex. So think about the advancement of technology, you know, around IoT. You know, and retail stores and restaurants have been really on the forefront of that. I agree. In, you know, doing monitoring in their facilities, you know, the technology piece, the amount of data that you have the ability to use, but how do you effectively and critically think through that data and then put in actionable plans out of that? Um, So if you look back, it was important then, but if we think about it now, it's even more important. The critical thinking aspect of this is so, so important as we look to move towards innovative solutions and the speed of change, right? So things are going to change, have changed quickly. They're going to continue to change. And this is a real opportunity for the FM to be in front of this and lead an organ, you know, shepherd the organization through and, and effectively lead them through this time that we're in and then going on into the future. Uh, to your question, I just saw a report this morning regarding the value of professional certifications and credentials. Yeah. It talked, it talked a lot in there about, um, I think the stat was 76% of folks that hold a certification or a credential 
feel like they're prepared for their current job and their job, their next kind of their next uh, career level, you know, their next task in their job. Uh, And it was below 50% of folks that didn't hold one felt like they were prepared. Mm. So it's a great time to upskill and prepare. And whether your current, current job exists or you're going to a new one, it's a great opportunity to get those necessary skills and differentiate yourself and gain that recognition um, for being in this, in this career. So, you know, one of our goals in this as a, as an organization, kind of big, big picture goal, mm-hmm. you know, we're all really about, about being leaders and being authentic leaders in facility management is to elevate the profession, you know, have a positive impact on the profession and pull everybody together into those best practices. Um, we want to do our part in that. Yeah. So our part in that is building this program and getting people prepared for where they're at or where they're going next in their career. It seems to me, I mean, there's so much value in what you guys do. Do you think, well, I mean, how does this value kind of show up for employers? Obviously, if they're going to be paying for it, maybe they, even, they, maybe they should be investing in this type of education. Yeah, it, it, it's a critical time to invest. Um, and, and if you think about, you know, really nuts and bolts here, you got to be more efficient. We got to run more efficient. We got a lot yeah. to get done. And you're asking people to get a lot done. Very important that they're able to be, be able to critically think through, have the technical skills and have those soft skills to be able to pull that off. But in addition, it gets everybody on a common language. Here's how the facility mm-hmm. department, here's the strategy, here's the mission, vision, values of the, of the facilities uh, department and how that ties to the organizational objectives as we look to move forward into our, into our next step, whatever that may be, the new frontier. That we're, that we're getting ready to enter into, right? And we're in it. We're right yeah. in the middle of this new normal, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's really interesting. You know, our CEO said, hey, whatever you thought was going to be the future three weeks ago, four weeks ago, just throw that out the window. Yeah. Because we're, we're, we're in a completely whole new alignment, whole new path of what we, you know, where we thought we we're going to go. Doesn't yeah. mean we're going to be less than. It just means we need to make changes and adapt. Uh, so I was going to ask you actually: Is how do you feel that the Pro FM adapted and, and has reacted to this pandemic? Yeah, you know, as an organization, you know, we obviously we we had a great plan. We had a, we had yep. a template to, <laughs> to deliver that. So we had a great plan as an organization to to move into where we needed to go. Um. You know, I think the critical key part of this is, and I'll beat on it probably all day long, Sean, was the communication around it. Yeah. And you have to have, the people have to buy into that. You know, as an organization, you've got to buy into, to, and, and I look back to March 13th, when in the state of Minnesota, where we're at here in the, in the Midwest, um, the governor said, we're going to now begin, um, you know, this work, this work at home. Stay at yeah, home. shelter in place. So the executive order. So I look back to that and I think about my mindset then. And never did I think two months later we'd still, still be, be here. doing it. Yeah, me still either. be doing that. So it takes the right. You know, we have a great organization. I'm really proud of our organization, and I'm really proud of the team I have at Pro FM because they have the right mindset around that. So they said, yes, we'll do that. But then the way the organization and the way we all communicate around it, so important. Um, we've innovated along the way. 
So as solutions internally to our organization, yeah. that it will use the, the concepts within the Pro-FM to innovate how we get things done. And maybe where we're going uh, in terms of future educational offerings to the facilities world. Um, and then we, you absolutely have to collaborate. Um, you know, we have IT, we have production, we have marketing, absolutely have to collaborate around the organization. So I think uh, the planning was important, but it only works, that plan only works if you're, you effectively communicate that out to the organization and you have the right people buy into that. And then, you know, and then move forward with that plan. So we really, I don't feel like we missed a beat. Um, I have to say, I miss seeing, <laughs> miss seeing my team. People's good. <laughs> people are good. <laughs> kind of a I people person. I, I, I do a I lot of Zoom. I like Zoom and it's great, but it's not the same. Yeah, well, you get a little Zoom fatigue yes. right, by the end of the day. And um, so, so I, I miss that and I, you know, I miss being around the people and just the, the banter in the office, but we've really moved forward from a business perspective pretty effectively. I'm excited to see what happens next with you guys. I got, I got a couple more questions that I'll let you go and wrap up. Yeah. Um, quite often, and this is just kind of for fun. I like to know what people are reading or what they're listening to for a podcast. So it helps me kind of learn for not just for me, but for other people who are listening to the show, you know, what's the next great book or you know what they should be kind of paying attention to. So I wanted to ask you, what are you reading or what are you listening to right now? Yeah. Um, so a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> I bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first of all, um, I set an objective uh, going into this year that I was going to do a daily, I was going to get through Tony Dungy's book. Mm. Um, so on common life. So it's really a daily, you know, kind of one page. Here's, Here's some lesson around that, and here's kind of an objective going forward. So that's number one. Number two, I I made it a uh, what I call a sharpen the saw objective in the going into 2020. I was going to write in a gratitude journal every day. Nice. Now that's been really hard. Yeah. Some days. Some days are harder than others, for sure. April 16th, when things were dark and tough, and it's hard to find things that you're grateful for, but it keeps you on track. And then in terms of reading. Um, since I don't have a commute right now to work other than bedroom to the home office, which is about <laughs> 40 or 50 feet, <laughs> I had a fairly long commute before, but, but I've read a number of books and I'm currently in the middle of a book called the boys in the boat. Okay. Um, so it's a, it's actually a true story about, um, set in the thirties, the university of Washington rowing team. Nice. And the central character is a guy named Joe Rance who uh, really was orphaned at a young age to kind of take care of himself through childhood, through teenage years. And he found a way to save enough money and get into the University of Washington in the engineering school. And he wanted to be on the rowing team. And all the stuff he had to go through uh, to get to that point. So, so the lessons of the book are perseverance. Perseverance. Um, I always I tell my girls, when you think you got it tough, uh-huh. read the story. Joe Rance. That's right. Here you Um, go. Read this. Yep. And it's about teamwork. It's about building team and what, you know, that not necessarily the most talented are the best on the team. It's who fits best within that team. Well, that team went on to the 1936 Olympics and won the gold medal. Nice. Well, if you're not reading it, um, I highly recommend it. Uh, Previous to that, I finished uh, Tim Tebow's book, Shaken, which was, um, you know, very timely. We talked about uh, many storms and 
and how to recover from those storms. Um, podcast, I, I am a health and fitness guy, so I spent a lot of time in the Nike uh, podcast called Trained. Cool. And then uh, over the weekend, I found one by a, a medical doctor named Peter Atia, and it's just tremendous. And the content there is um, really around mental health and physical mm. health and you know, he ties it back to kind of the current situation that we're in and that's cool. You know, mentally kind of get through that. And, and he's not, um, he's not afraid to admit that he's also scared and he's also, you know, has some reservation about where we're going, you know, which makes it more human. And yeah, we, we all kind of do right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's important to, to get out there. So, so that's kind of where I'm at. I'm trying to consume as much as possible. I think that's a silver lining out of this. Yeah. Well, for sure. You know, it's a good time to learn. And it's a good time to come out of this a little bit better. Good time to learn. So I, I encourage everyone to go check out uh, you guys, ProFM. What's the best way for people to find you? Yeah. So it's uh website is profmi.org. Uh, that's the best way to find us um, and get, you know, there's great information out there. They can get detail into that body of knowledge that I talked about. We went through a lot of stuff in a short period of time. Here. It was a lot, actually. <laughs> I'm afraid. I mean, there's so many things um, that facility managers really have to learn and know and understand and having a way for them to be able to do that that's consistent and teaches them that critical thinking aspect you were talking about. I think it's an amazing. I'm looking forward. I want to go do it now. I'm excited to get through it. So, uh, so thank you very much for being on the show. Um, you know, we'll have to have you back again. We'll revisit after COVID, see what thing, you know, what, how, how we adapt to all this stuff. And, uh, and then we will go ahead and we'll put all your, your contact information in the show notes so people can reach out to you guys and, uh, and get started on that new journey. All right. Very good. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, buddy. Have a great day. You too.